Welcome to ContenderCast, a global leadership and consumer industries entrepreneurship podcast centered on shining a light on bright ideas. And now, here's your host, Justin Hahnemann. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for downloading. It's Justin Hahnemann on the ContenderCast. We're shining a light on bright ideas today. We're in the beverage space, and you guys are going to love the discussion today. I, I, I'm so excited because I wanted to say cannabis as well, like it's part of today's conversation, but not the full conversation because we're really talking broader beverage industry with my new friend, Marcelo Leon. He is the CEO of BevCanna Enterprises. Marcelo, it's so great to have you on the podcast. Thank you so much, Justin. Thank you for having us. We appreciate it. I am so glad you're here. Uh, I've had so much fun before we hit record, like learning more about your story. I was like, I mean, for those that are listening, I always do like a lot of homework on my guests and I was, I didn't find a lot. Uh, I found a lot, but not, I didn't know some of the details that Marcelo shared and I can't wait to unpack some of that. Um, Marcelo, let's do this first. Um, Before we get to your your business, BevCan Enterprises, talk about your background and just some of your, you know, your experience before starting this company three plus years ago. Sure. Uh, thanks, Justin. You know, I uh, uh, started when I was, today I'm 53 years old, so my background, uh, my family was in the apparel business uh, in uh, Canada, and uh, we had a successful uh, retail operation up here in Canada. And um, uh, after my family sold that business about 10 years ago, uh, my wife and I kind of looked at the, uh, at the white space of what, what did the future look like? And uh, we made an investment at, the, at that time when I was introduced to this incredible concentrate product that um, I was told that had some incredible health benefits for me, benefits that uh, would deal with my walking pneumonia that I would get a couple of times a year. And I used to get runner's knee every wow. other day. Wow. And so I was introduced to this uh, trace plant-based mineral concentrate with 15 essential trace minerals with ancient minerals and vitamin D, et cetera. And I was told to mix that into my either protein shake or my coffee or into any water and see if I could notify the benefits. And long and short of it, um, this is nine years ago. So since I started to, and I fell in love with the product, uh, I, I, I have never had a cold. I have never taken any medication. I have not had walking pneumonia. And my runner's knee comes on every couple of months versus every couple of days. So when I noticed the impact that this concentrate had on me, I was like, wow, this is amazing. And I ended up uh, investing in the company. And then I ended up acquiring the company. Wow. Interesting. Over these, yeah. And over these nine, you know, the typical entrepreneur, right? You, you, you have an experience, you have a vision, you look at the white space and you're like, wow, this could be something great if we could get global adoption one day instead of people drinking uh, beverages that are not good for you. <laughs> right. How about building some functional CPG beverages that are actually good for us? And, 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 and when you're drinking water, how about drinking water that's infused with some ancient minerals that are actually doing good for you when you're drinking water? Totally. So uh, I ended up... Uh, <laughs> You know, I ended up falling in love with it. And, uh, you know, I kind of use this analogy of feel the dreams, build it, and hopefully they will come. And so it took us uh, uh, six years to get Health Canada compliance. 
And uh, we got the highest level of Health Canada compliance for our products. And wow. we ended up uh, creating a ready-to-drink version. And you, and you can see these beverages on our, on our website um, at, at BevCanada.com. And I ended up create, we ended up creating a ready-to-drink version. And we ended up expanding into a couple of nutraceutical products, shots, and concentrates. And everything was Health Canada approved for the ready-to-drink. It's CFIA approval. And for the... Uh, nutraceuticals, you need NPN numbers. So that was really amazing. I did not know as an entrepreneur that once you get into this industry, what, what some of the challenges would be, et cetera. Sure. And so it was, it was an interesting process of, you know, six years to getting the, the, the compliance. And in the same time of getting the compliance, uh, Justin, I wanted to make sure that it, when you would drink the beverage with the minerals, <laughs> right. you didn't taste the minerals, right? You don't but that it would taste it. like awesome. You want it to taste like awesome water, especially right. when you're drinking ready to drink, right? And so people that like the nutraceuticals, they love to put extra mineral in the coffee or a shake and even taste it because that's a different type of consumer that would like to have the efficacy from the minerals and they want to taste the minerals. Sure. But when you're in the ready to drink CPG coolers, like you have some experience in that area as I well, do. Yeah. it has to be very much easy. People have to understand it and it has to be the benefit. And it has to be gulpable and taste good. So a long and short of it ended up uh, acquiring a beautiful water source in Soyuz, British Columbia, which is very much like the Napa Valley of California in Got the United it. States. And we ended up acquiring this small little bottling facility that was on the property that had this beautiful natural alkaline source, and it was untouched by man. So the water is on our property and goes directly into our bottling facility where we infuse with our beverage products. And, wow. um, and then when I, we, to, 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 to get it to the level of the vision where we were going, we ended up, uh, getting the compliance, it, building the bottling facility from 6,000 square feet to today, we, we sit on 42,000 square feet and, uh, and is today considered one of the largest independently owned, uh, bottling facilities in Canada. Wow. And then naturally, because this infusion process, Justin, with the minerals, it takes a lot of research, making sure that the efficacy is there and making sure, sure the taste is there. We had some great experience from that perspective. And hence, uh, three and a half years ago, as federal legalization opens up in Canada, and now people are talking about cannabis 2.0 let's infuse beverages now. Right. There's the future with cannabis. And that's when we formed BevCana, uh, a, a division, uh, was a new division. And we then went out and it took almost two and a half years. Justin, we received our Health Canada licensing, standard processing license about uh, three months ago, four months ago. And it took almost two and a half years to get very uh, to get the compliance, because it's very stringent up in Canada, you must comply with every little detail, very similar to our Health Canada, which is your FDA. That's and, right. um, and now we have 10,000 square feet of the bottling facility, segregated, separated from our CPG side of the business, which is 32,000 square feet. And we have a beautiful uh, state-of-the-art bottling facility on 10,000 square feet in one of our segregated areas, which is separate. We do uh, cannabis-infused beverages, wow. hemp-infused, CBD-infused. And then on the other side, we do uh, plant-based beverages, regular alkaline water, natural pH level of, uh, level of 7.7, .7, and um, 
And that's how we kind of started the business. So I hope that gave <laughs> you guys a bit of a snapshot. We'll talk a little bit more. <laughs> that is awesome. I could hit stop now and everyone can go, that's cool. Thank you so much. Um, I've got a thousand questions, but we'll just go through a couple of them. <laughs> Marcelo, so when you when you bought the business, you're like, okay, I, I, I see a solve for something I'm dealing with. So why not just go buy it and, and build it? So what was it like then? And what were the first couple things you had to do once you bought the business to kind of write, write it? I'll say, get it in the right direction. Yeah, you know what? It's you know, as as entrepreneurs, a, a bit you know, you 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 have an experience with a product like this, or it could be any other product, and and it's innovative, and it's different, and it's unique, and the barrier to entry is difficult because um, it has you're, you're charting all new territory of a functional beverage. Therefore, you must go and get compliance in almost every jurisdiction that you have in the world until they make it. Um, how do you say? Uh, approved uh, and would it be on their list of already approved minerals in the world? And so that was probably the biggest challenge. And, you know, I just remember, and and the product sitting in front of me, my first bottle that I ever had is sitting on my desk. And I, I just couldn't believe the effect that it had on my body. And here's what health Canada allows us to speak to on the plant-based on the plant-based beverage when we started, which is helps prevent cognitive degeneration, works as a very strong natural immune booster, and acts as a very strong probiotic gut clean, and can help reduce osteoporosis. Wow. So for me, <laughs> that's a long list. That was power. Yeah, it was powerful. And um, I think what it was was just getting grounded, understanding that it was going to take several several years to innovate and to get the compliance, and then. Uh, just handle every obstacle that came and timing issue that came with that. And that was probably the toughest, the toughest experience, Justin, because if I would have known probably that it would have taken six years to get health Canada compliance and and a group of people would have been in front of me and said, Hey, by the way, Justin Marcello, I don't recommend you do this. It'll take you eight years. It's going to require a lot of capital, you know, and the story goes on. Right. Then maybe I can understand how some entrepreneurs or people that have a vision or an idea, they get scared a little bit. I just kind of put my head down and kind of went with it. And, and here we are almost 10 years later. So, so many, um, so many great examples of entrepreneurs and, in, you know, individuals that not just entrepreneurs, but businesses that have had major projects at, that are, that take time, and they hear the word never, 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 not going to happen, never, and they stick with it, and then later, it's like the thing. It's it it becomes either the leader in the space or or an influencer or someone that's really made an impact. It's hard though, right? When you're living and working through that, it's not easy to to continue on, especially when you have to spend your own money, your investment, and whatnot you have to be able to, to put it all on the line, Justin. And if you're not prepared to do that, um, I think it becomes very difficult. Yes, you're correct. So, okay. So with the products you had when you bought the business and were really growing it, like where, where were you having successes early on? What, you know, what, what products was it in the water space or like, what did that look like? You know what I mean? Like early days. Yeah, sure. Early days was water. So, um, do we have, uh, uh, a natural spring water, a natural alkaline uh, level of water that's untouched by man. That was that was something that was very interesting to people. Uh, so that was we had a nice uh, a nice demand for that uh, out of a natural uh, water source. Uh, and then and then having developed our plant based beverage with the minerals, that was so, so innovative cool. that people you know it was cool and it was different and there were health benefits and so 
you know, the good news is today we're in about 3,000 points of sale uh, across Canada, um, getting ready to launch into the United States, wow. uh, starting in California. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's been, uh, it's been quite interesting because we've never lost any listings and you come from the inter- industry. Right. So there's it's, a, it's, a, there's a customer easy. out there. <laughs> that's, that's no, it's right. not easy. And, and as a small player, when you we start off small, you know, listing fees are expensive. And if you want to avoid listing fees, hypothetically speaking, then you must have a value proposition for those retailers That's as right. well. That That's IE right. is either innovative, unique, different, um, and 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 you can offer them those opportunities because to compete with some of the majors when you're young and small, you you know what that's like. That's not an easy task. Nope. Uh, For those that don't know, uh, Naturo Group's flagship brand, it's called Trace, T-R-A-C-E, enjoys a leadership position with plant-based fulvic and humic in that mineral category. Sold more than 3,000 stores. Pretty amazing. Um, And nationally distributed as Alkaline and Spring Water. That's our our Alkaline and Sparkling Water um, brand. Now, I have a question. So some of our listeners heard you mention, okay, we're going to have a cannabis-infused beverage. And I think I mentioned we've had a number of um, cannabis-focused product guests on our show. How does that work in the beverage space? How do you sort out like the the, just the formulation of it so that it makes sense? Does that make sense? Sure. I mean, it's, there's a, those are, those are some interesting questions, right? And it depends what, what I like, what, what we learned over the years was, and as we saw this industry, it's still a very early days in the industry. Canada's really the only G7 country federally in the world that is, uh, uh, you know, cannabis, cannabis approved with very strict guidelines from the federal government and the United States state by state, we're starting to see more and more uh, opening and opening. And we need to really see that federal legalization come through uh, on the U.S. side. But, uh, but you know, when we look at, uh, sorry, I lost you right there, Justin. Yeah. What was the question again? My no. apologies. Yeah. So I was just saying, like, what does it mean to have a, a beverage that's cannabis infused? And how do you figure out like the formulation for that so that it's, it tastes good and like has great implications for the buyer? You know what I mean? Like, how does that, how does that work? How do you figure that out? Yeah, sure. I mean, so what we did is, you know, we we looked at where the market was going and we looked at that, you know, if this is going to grow like the alcohol industry in time and it'll probably move faster at the end of prohibition for alcohol. Now we're at the end of prohibition right. of cannabis. Uh, we wanted to offer our facility to make sure that we could offer not only our own in-house brands like an anarchist mountain that may have a foundational base of IE let's just take a look at our, our trace plant-based beverage. Our trace plant-based beverage is a fantastic health and wellness product. And we'd like to infuse it with CBD in the United States for a CBD version as well. Okay. Sure. So we have a formulation and then you need to have a very good uh, emulsion partner. And if you can get yourself a very good emulsion partner, it will uh, allow you to a, your drink has to taste good. Uh, B, it has to be gulpable. Uh, see, the emulsion has to work. <laughs> right. uh, and, and the emulsion is really the onset that when somebody has a beverage, that they can actually feel um, the effects of the beverage in a certain period of time. And some, some emulsions are better than others. And we're, we're partnered with the world's number one emulsion partner, which is called Vertosa. And they're also uh, partners for Keef, and we'll talk a little bit more about the Keef brand in the United States. Sure. And so we offer 
you know, we have our own house brands and we, and I can't give you the formulations, but I'll sure. give you an idea. Like, let's say somebody developed a, uh, some, an iced tea and they would like to have it infused with THC. Right. No more than 10 milligrams up in can. So you, 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 you create, they, they have to create their formulation that they may have. We will uh, take it in home on the white label services. We will help them build that formulation. We will allow them to choose what kind of form factor they would like, whether they would like a, an RPET uh, plastic, whether they would like glass, whether they would like aluminum. So a beautiful advantage we have is that we offer the full form wow. factors. And Very we nice. blow all of our own bottles as well. So that's, oh, wow. that's a beautiful that's thing as well. That's highly unusual, by the way. And so, yeah. And so, so leaving that opportunity on the white label allows MOQs not to be you can service a big national, as we can produce over 220 million bottles per annum, um, uh, or or we can we can help an entrepreneur uh, that wants to enter the business at, at an MOQ that's reasonable as well. And so there is a tremendous amount of work that goes through with the QA and and and, and getting all of the permits and getting all of the products approved, etc. Uh, but uh, it's fairly uh, how do you, you come from the CPG space? It's fairly. Uh, similar to our CPG space when you're creating any kind of beverage, sure. what's important is that the ingredients that you have works with the emulsion and that right. they all work together because and some ingredients, depending on, on what the formulators or the brands come up with, may react well and may not react well with certain types of emulsion. Interesting. So a um, couple of points. Uh, MOQ, for those that are listening that maybe aren't in consumer products, is minimum order quantity. And the the deal with that is if you've never made a product before, um, and for those of you that have, you know the deal here. Like You can't just order five. <laughs> it doesn't make you sense can't. for you or the producer. Um, you can't Correct. just make sometimes 500 or 5,000. It could be 50,000. I mean, there, depending on the product, if you make in China or in Canada, I mean, like all kinds of implications. We could talk a whole call on uh, or whole podcast on MOQ, but <laughs> right. Sure. I mean, for you, there's thresholds. You I'm know, I, I've, <laughs> I've seen different MOQs for, for startups sure. uh, in the space that, that they'd like to see MOQs of 500,000 units oh on an annual gosh. basis. Um, or, yeah. or, and the, you I don't know, know how you sign quite, up for that. I don't know how anybody could sign you up know, for it's, that. It, so you have to have, you either. Uh, capitalized as an entrepreneur or you're a company that has the capital to do so. Those are big, those are, those, that's a big number. I think that uh, when you're starting off and, and, and you're younger uh, operators and you want to start, you know, when you're building a product and the last thing you want to do is, is produce a million units and you're not sure if it's going to pull or not pull from our experience in the business, right? Your, your experience in mind. So yeah, the MLQs, we, we're not high like that. We try to, to, to make it very uh, win-win and then we also try on the MOQ side to, uh, if we come up with a number that works for the client, then we'll try to split it up over each quarter so that the cash flow requirement isn't so severe. Sure. Well, I love that. And th yeah, very helpful. I know for our audience that may not have known. Um, you mentioned Keef. Talk about Keef, K-E-E-F, for those that are, are yeah. listening. Talk about Keef brands and, and how you work with them. Sure. Um, so as, as, as it became... Uh, 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 legalized here in Canada. I kind of go back to my my background in the uh, apparel business. You would kind of, and I think I mentioned to you earlier, one of the more successful brands in the 80s and 90s in the apparel space, you know, you used to hear brands like Hugo Boss and Giorgio Armani and, and Prada and Johnny Versace. And so 
as a retailer, uh, or emer- you would look to uh, try to get those brands because they had great penetration in the marketplace. They had a c- customer following, and uh, and it, it was it was very important for the clientele. And then when you look at the cannabis space, you know you look at who are the players in the space in North America. So Canada. Uh, Canadians and Canadian uh, uh, brands want to be in the United States one day and vice versa, U.S. brands want to be up in Canada. So the number one brand in the United States in dollars sold and units sold last year was Keith Brands based out of Colorado. They have been active for over nine years. They have a track record that's incredible. Their beverages are fantastic. and we wanted to we wanted to partner with somebody that that had that experience so we 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 spoke to Travis and Keith and we, today we're proud to say that we're we're partners and in Canada uh, we represent the Keith brand so any product that you get in Canada across Canada dispensaries Canadian dispensaries is produced through us Beth Canada and and we take care of the uh, the distribution in Canada as well and what that does is uh, gives us a good partner. We're both experienced in the business. And it also allows us that when we get ready to come into the United States with our products, that we have a beautiful relationship with Keith to introduce us to over 1,300 points of distribution. And from a manufacturing standpoint for products in different states, et cetera, Keith has an incredible network already established over the years. So it was just synergistically made a tremendous amount of sense. And they are probably the number one brand in, in, in North America, probably in the world when it comes to beverages. Wow. Unbelievable. Sounds like a great partner. So that's, that's kind of our part. That's kind of our partnership with, with, uh, with Keith. Got it. Now, how do smaller brands work with you? If, if someone's got a, a concept, can they work with you start to finish? Or do you look for partnerships that are, are more established? How does that work in your world? Yeah. You know, you would hope that, that they're a little bit more established. No one's saying that you have to, you know, so at such early days, some of the products that we deal with, they, they haven't even hit retail yet. They haven't gotten through the uh, the provinces yet. You have to get your products approved, uh, get them uh, approved by Health Canada before they can they can get to be sold. And then and then that there's never a hundred percent guarantee because the provinces decide which products they choose and don't choose. So. Um, you know, there, you need a little bit of capital behind you, Justin, but not a sure. ton of capital. And, and we, you know, I have to say our team, we have some of the, the, the most incredible people in, on, from the CPG side of the business and also from the cannabis side, from our president to our VPs to uh, many of our advisors and consultants that have had success in the field. Um, they help so much to get somebody, a brand ready, uh, commercialized listed, introduced, and, and get it on the shelves. I'm just really, really uh, amazed at, at, at the amount of effort that they put in with every client to make sure that every step of the way that they're handled and they're taken care of and that, they, that we build a beautiful and perfect product for them. And so it really is a two-way relationship. And, and again, like I said to you, the MOQs are not, you know, you're, you're looking when you're starting off, I, I would, you know, Certain things, uh, a lot of people are going to hear the uh, the podcast, but you know, five hundred thousand units uh, MOQ on an annual basis too high. So right. we're, we're in a we're in a place where um, barrier to entry in Canada. There's probably four to five uh, manufacturers uh, when it comes to beverages. So you can imagine, you've got to have a vertical, you've got to have water supply, you got to have it all. 
and we're probably the most diverse that can offer the full selection, as we mentioned, from form factor to helping you with formulations to sure. getting you ready for commercialization, et cetera. So um, that that would be something if anybody uh, you know in your network or has interest, Absolutely. they should just email and call us and they'd be they'd be quite uh, quite happy sure. to. We're here to offer the best products, uh, the best superior product that hits the marketplace, the great tasting products that hit the marketplace, products that are going <laughs> to sell it. Love it. at the right price. And that is sustainable, and so that's that's kind of that's kind of our model. I love it, um, Marcelo. I, I always love to ask our guests, and, and you've been an entrepreneur, and you've been in big companies, big brands before, but you, you started this business. It took longer, you know, to get to where you wanted to be, but you were certainly excelling now um, and, and really accelerating, I'll say. Um, our audience loves advice, and I'd love to have you share, what, two or three things that maybe have you've overcome or two or three things that you would offer to them as advice if they're starting their own brand. What would that look like? Wow, great question. <laughs> I, I kind of look at Hesitation. it... Hesitation. I kind of I I look at it like this. If you've ever seen the movie uh, Field of Dreams, uh, yeah, I love that movie. Just uh, never stop. You have a vision, you have a belief, you have a dream. You know that it's in the zone. So we're not talking about having an unrealistic uh, dream. You have a passion, and you will have obstacles along the way. Uh, you may need, we may need to raise capital. You may have this obstacle, compliance. You just never stop. You just can never stop because it's so easy to stop as an entrepreneur. And and yes, it's difficult. Yes, but maybe you haven't made any money yet, so so the banks won't give you any money. So then maybe you 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 raise a little bit of seed capital, and and you prove your concept out, and you never stop. And then we pray that hopefully you keep continue on that path, and then uh, things change in life, and hopefully it changes for the right way. I'm I've just been. That type, I come from very humble beginnings when my parents started uh, our, and we started our business, we had nothing. And, uh, but we saw an opportunity in, in, in the business that my family started. And then, you know, you never stop. It's hard work. And, uh, and that's kind of the advice that I like to give people that everything is possible. Don't ever let anybody tell you it's not possible. So true. And so challenging sometimes. Um, Very. Marcelo, share with our audience where they can find you, how they can connect with you, learn more about your brands, your business, etc. Oh, please. BevCanna.com. Uh, we're also a public company. Our, our uh, symbol on the Canadian side is BEV. Our symbol on the U.S. side is BVNNF. But if you go to our BevCanna.com website, you'll see our presentation deck. You'll see our contact information. You send an email, you have any questions, there's a phone number, we're, we're here to, to answer, we're here to service, and we're here to, uh, you know, I've been uh, an entrepreneur and, and uh, I've been blessed along the way and I've had, we've had difficulties along the way and anything that we can do to help along that journey and give advice, et cetera. I think that's uh, that's very much uh, part of our, our company philosophy. I love it. I, that is exactly why you're here. I, I just love the message you're able to share with our audience. And I'm excited for you guys. I mean, gosh, in the the space, the beverage space is hot. That can infused with um, cannabis is just about to explode. I mean, and there's a long runway in front of it. And so I'm excited for you. I hope you'll come back on down the road and share some of your um, other lessons learned with us. And Marcelo, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Justin, we appreciate it. And thank you for having us. And uh, God bless you. And thank you for your time. 
The Contender Cast is sponsored by Henderson Shapiro Peck and powered by Contender Brands. You can download additional ContenderCast episodes directly via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartMedia, YouTube, and other preferred podcast platforms. If you would like to be a guest on the ContenderCast, connect with us at ContenderCast.com. This is Brian Benson reminding you that every winner started as a contender.